Welcome back to another episode of Control the Chaos Mama podcast. Today I am talking to you all about being in a funk. I recently posted something on my social media, Angel McElhaney, if you want to come find me, and it was all about just not feeling like it was Christmas. You know, like this is the most unchristmassy that I've ever felt. And while that's a lie, I mean, years after I lost my mom, I definitely felt more unchristmassy, but there is just something about this year that I just found myself feeling not like in a funk. So if that is you, then you definitely want to listen to this episode. I hope that you take some of these tips. And so let's get started. All right. So if you're in a funk, I want you to think of yourself like a plant. <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous, but lately I've been finding the sun rays. So when you wake up, and I do believe that if you give yourself some time in the morning before the kids wake up and kind of have any, to do anything you want, I'm not a morning person, but if you tell me you can wake up, if you wake up early, you can do whatever you want, then I'm more apt to do it. So wake up when you want, try to give yourself some time, even if it's 15 minutes before the kids. If that's not the case, that's totally fine too, but just know that that whole idea of doing whatever I want was definitely motivation whenever I do do it. All right, so next is that sun ray. Um, and I've been kind of waking up my house in certain areas where the sun will peek in, closing my eyes, probably pretending I'm in Florida or somewhere not cold like Ohio, but letting myself have that sun. And so that sun ray is kind of a way to like breathe, I feel like, you know, get a little vitamin D as well as a minute to breathe, right? So if you would like to wake up your house, some people do this with going around each room and like opening the windows or the blinds, I mean, um, or possibly putting in some essential oils or something, but like have this routine where you are waking up the house, almost like a good morning ritual type thing. And then back to that plant, <laughs> we got the sun. Now, what about water? Um, try to drink some water in the morning, good food. I have a whole episode on micro tasks. I use the fabulous app whenever I do well at this, but putting all those little micro habits together so that you can get a good start. And I mean, it doesn't have to be super complicated. I say make my bed, but it's not like it's beautiful. I just like straighten out the, the, the top sheet or, or comforter thing, sit on the edge of my bed, I take my medicine, I drink water, like different things like that to where you're just like keeping the basics. What this does is it's giving yourself little tiny wins or little proof that you can handle. So if you can handle the little things, then you can handle the bigger things, right? And then I want you to do something in terms of gratitude. Um, and so especially after I lost my mom, but a lot of people, especially with COVID or just the circumstances along with the pandemic and all the things, your holidays might be a little different. And so um, I want you to know that you can decide if you want to be grateful or wallow, but you can't really do both at the same time. So, um, and neither one are bad in the way of like, there is space for all emotions, but if you have some sort of gratitude practice, lately I've been putting an alarm in my phone and instead of having it just the time go off, it's got some affirmations that I'm trying to work on. And so it's kind of like I am being awoken with this positive affirmation and it's kind of a reminder, right? It could also be things that you're thankful for. I also did this. Um, so we lost busing for like a couple days randomly. I know first hashtag first world problems, but um, instead the time I had to leave to take Liam to school, instead of being like, take Liam to school, I put in there, I'm grateful that I have a van <laughs> to take Liam to school. You know what I mean? So it's like just trying to focus on what you can control and trying to swap your perspective when you can. And next is 
kind of feel through the emotions, which I kind of already talked about. But if you're in a funk, like what is causing it? And so I think that slowing down and kind of writing down or brain dumping all of the things that you're feeling is a really great way to not suppress them so that you can feel through them. And that could be also through talking. I tend to like to talk more than I like to write. And so um, probably because I talk really fast versus the writing part. But so I'll, whether that's talking to a friend or voxering or using that Cocoon Weaver app to yourself, which is totally fine, but just getting all of the things that your feelings, that you're feeling right now out. And so maybe you can figure out and gain some self-awareness around why you're feeling this way, right? And then next is to kind of reorganize. So what can you control? Like a lot of the stuff we can't control or we think that we can't control it, but what do you have that is on your plate or that is happening right now that you can control? I will tell you this, you can always control yourself. So that's why I definitely say get back to basics with like treating yourself like a plant or whatever that looks like for you. But um, basically knowing that you need to start with yourself. And so if there's outside things that are coming in and, you know, maybe making you stressed or tired or lose sleep or whatever, focusing or refocusing on yourself is really a great place to start. And reorganizing, maybe you are prioritizing things that aren't even any longer important to you. Or maybe you are just so busy that you cannot see the weak points that are being created. And so you need to slow down so that you can kind of pivot. Okay. Next, I want you to act before you feel it. And so a lot of times we think, I have to have the feeling before I do this action, and it's actually totally the opposite. If you want to feel a certain way, I want you to think of things that that person does in order to feel that way. And this can be made with anything. So I'm a boudoir photographer, so say you want to feel confident. What do people who are confident do? What do they wear? What do they do? What are they, how do they act like? I want you to think about all these actions that could go along with what that person does. You know, and so then I want you to start doing them. It's going to feel awkward. It's going to feel unnatural. It's going to feel like you are faking it till you make it. But what I want you to do is just start doing them. And what happens is, is you get little proof to yourself that you actually are becoming that person. And this can also be in terms of like Christmas spirit and stuff. Okay, so what do the people who have like Christmas spirit do? (laughs) You know, maybe they are writing Christmas cards. Maybe they're listening to Christmas music. Maybe they are saying Merry Christmas to a stranger. Maybe they're giving a stranger a compliment. I want you to think about all of these things that they're doing. They might be dancing. I don't know. Whatever it looks like, I want you to just start putting yourself in the places and the energy around the, the things and people that are doing those things that, are, that have what you want. Um, and then next is something that's so hard for me, but meditate. And I like to think of this as um, really a meditative state kind of happens for me whenever I do um, art. And so if that's you, that still counts. If you go on a walk, that still counts. But if you are able to quiet your mind, um, also with the Fabulous app, I have noticed that whenever you don't go to the next habit, it will kind of keep this like binaural beat sound that goes through it that is super soothing for me. Not only that, but it makes me not touch my phone because my phone is in use. So what if that helps you? Awesome. But meditate, focusing on your breath. Um, There is the Calm app. Some people do hypnosis and things like that, but find the thing that ma- that works for you to kind of slow down your mind. And that's all in hand in hand with kind of reconnecting with yourself and, and scanning your body, figuring out 
what is going on here. All right, next is tune out social. This has been something so big for me because I am ADHD and it is a little box of dopamine, not to mention connections. So what happens is, is we are wired for connections. So if you are lacking it in some area, you're going to want to fill in the gaps. And so a lot of times that could be making it to where you don't see gaps in your actual home life, whether that's your kids, your friends, your husband, whatever the things may be, because you are connecting and filling the gaps with people from social. And it's kind of this um, mirage, so to speak. And so just kind of tuning into that, I suggest you make a little box in your planner, or maybe even you could um, put it in your notes app to try to track so that you can gain self-awareness on how long you are on social and just decide like, how do you like that number? How does that make you feel? Do you want it to be less? Do you want it to be more? Do you want to maybe have some office hours? So I get the whole, I need to be on social media for my business. I've said those exact words, but you could set the standard to where you don't get on there before a certain time, or you cut it off by a certain time, or maybe even let your phone have a home that's not by your bed, so it's not the first thing that you look at in the morning. These are just a lot of things so that you can decide or have some discernment over what it is that you want and how you're serving your time. All right, next we got something that I actually heard on a podcast recently. I can't remember which one. If I do, I will put it in the show notes, but it was called 444. And it's basically giving you something to look forward to in your week. And so that is where you have four hours to yourself to do whatever you want. Doesn't that sound amazing? Yes, that could be time that you take to pour into something that is a passion project or something like that, or that you could maybe hang out with a friend or go on a walk or work out or whatever it is for you. Um, And then the other four is four hours with your partner, your husband. And then the other four is like every quarter that you spend four hours or not four hours, but every quarter you spend 24 hours away. And so I thought that was a really good idea to kind of have a more centered look about serving, you know, all the different buckets that we are kind of all trying to keep for, oh, I hate the word balance, but um, still. All right. And then lastly, I have create. And I kind of touched on this a little bit, but I do feel like there's something amazing about creating. And I felt this really big whenever I lost my mom because I would get lost in projects. There was something about, something that was very therapeutic about doing a project. And so maybe around this time, it could be doing a project for someone that you know has lost someone. Maybe it is just to do something anonymous and leave something um, on someone's doorstep. Um, I know in years past we did where we could sock people, which is like a stocking full of goodies and you like put it on the doorstep and you leave. Maybe it could be getting some perspective um, and just like carving out time so that you can have some, some time to just create to create without an end goal in mind, which is pretty awesome too. All right, so if you are in a funk, I hope that this episode can help you to kind of reset, realign, refuel so that you can get back to the real meaning of Christmas and so that you can have a great holiday. Wishing you joy and abundance, Angel.